You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Welcome back to IO's Pod. I'm your host, IO Torrent. And we're back with another IO's PBE podcast. So I'm driving into work today. And, uh, you know, here in the Midwest, it was, uh, you know, 70s pretty much all week. You know, I, I mean, maybe not 70s, but like 60s and 70s, sunny, super nice. Uh, last night, we had a blizzard or some sort, a sleet blizzard. It was just ice, some snow. So I'm driving into work, and the highways are completely covered in nothing but ice and snow. Um, you know, I, you know, we're going all of 25 miles an hour on the interstate. And, uh, you know, so I figured, well, I've been wanting to do a, a podcast for a while, and, and what better time now? Uh, as I got my morning commute, so uh, and I'm this is all hands free, so 100% safe. Paying attention here, and uh, but you know I haven't done a PVE podcast in a while. Um, a lot has happened, and uh, you know we're kind of uh, a week into the se- uh, the new season here, um, season uh, 31, and uh, you know yeah I'm just. Uh, you know, I got some things, got quite a bit to talk about with old IO. And uh, I'll probably be doing a podcast with some members of the uh, Indianapolis Apex. And so let me get to that. So this last offseason, I, I finished the year with the Boise Raptors. Um, we didn't do too well. Uh, and, and you know, IO is in regression. Um, and uh, quite honestly, this is probably you know, his final year, this, this season now, uh, I'll probably be retiring at the trade deadline, and, uh, you know, Boise didn't really, you know, they're rebuilding, um, and at this point, I'm just taking up space, so, you know, um, and went into the offseason yet again, um, seeking my, let's see, uh, one, two, three, fourth, fifth team. Uh, I really thought I was going to go back to Sarasota. Was uh, was what I thought where I was thought I was going to go. Um, they did not. They did not reach out uh, to, to bring me on. I was. I was uh, the only teams that appeared to be interested in the services of IO um, was the Indianapolis Apex and. Um, Oh gosh! Um, obviously, I didn't sign with them, but uh, oh, the the the, the Vandals. Um, the Vandals reached out pretty early on, um, and was sort of the front runner. Oh, and, and I'm sorry, Buffalo did too. Buffalo did too. And at the time, I fully thought that uh, Sarasota was the team. Was I was you know that's where I started my career. That's where I spent you know, the majority of my career was in Sarasota, and I thought, you know, I'd go back to retire in Sarasota, which very well could happen, you know, I could do that one more season, you know, uh, to see if I can go back to Sarasota, depending on a few variables, um, but as of now, but during this time, um, yeah, it was, uh, not a whole lot of teams out there seeking OIO's services, Rightfully so, 
I owe uh, now with the career pretty much done. Um, overall, was a was somewhat of a disappointment. Um, I think it's safe to say. Um, he uh, wasn't wasn't quite a max earner um, for the first um, few seasons. I missed out on uh, equipment. I didn't really understand the concept. And so that was probably like three or four seasons worth of missed TPE. Uh, but other than that, you know, minus the equipment, you know, he got uh, most everything. And so it was uh, a, me, a mid to high earner um, for season 19. And uh, just didn't do though, even, even with when he was at high TPE, you know, one of the higher TPEs on Sarasota didn't do well in the sim and just didn't, didn't really gather the stats, so to speak. In terms of team records, uh, he was, he is top 10 in Sarasota for home runs, um, which is nice, but, uh, you know, still overall a relatively disappointing career for, you know, how much I sort of put into the guy and, uh, you know, so I, I left Sarasota looking for opportunity to win a championship with uh, New Orleans. I spent a couple of seasons there. You know, that didn't quite that didn't quite pan out um, as well as I'd like. Uh, we made we had two very very dominant seasons, very dominant seasons, um, in which we went to the playoffs. But even even as the um, the favorite. In these two seasons, uh, just couldn't quite pull it off. Sim's gonna sim, and the playoff sim did not go our way. Uh, I signed a third season, I believe, and then, but again, New Orleans is looking to rebuild. They uh, they reached out and uh, asked if I'd be open to a trade, and um, they ended up trading me away to Buffalo, and uh, I spent a season. Uh, or at least half a season with Buffalo. Uh, went into the off season. Um, ended up going to Boise, and again uh, after Boise had just gone to an Ultimus, thinking you know another shot at the playoffs, maybe another shot at a championship. I'm sorry, Ultimus, that's ice fell. Uh, just got done going to a PBE Cup uh, paper uh, a championship, the World Series, and you know just didn't uh didn't pan out uh, had a down season and then uh went to indianapolis indy i you know coming off another really really good season um a playoff season a playoff push uh i think they made it to the championship lost this season uh severe rear you know big time rebuild um we're i believe currently last in uh the pbe uh, let's see, I can pull that up here. I had it up on, I had everything up just in case I uh, wanted to look at some stats here. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so currently, uh, not last, um, but we're 7 and 18 on the season as of today, as of today, with Sarasota at 5 and 20. Uh, Demons nine and sixteen, Nashville Stars twenty one and four in the uh, in the uh, Champions East. And so you know, at this point, <clears throat> he's just very much a you know a, a journeyman. You know, the last two teams were playoff contender teams that had rebuild, and you know, I came in to fill a spot. You know, I'm still batting fourth. Uh, still got a lot of max stats on hitting, uh, with, with going basically exclusively to the DH spot for Indianapolis. And, uh, you know, so I very well could get one more year. Um, I'm currently at over 1200 TPE. I think if I went another year, I just, I would just be under a thousand. So I could just finish out the season and, uh. And then go and rebuild. But it got me thinking, you know. I started off season 19. 
uh, you know, over, I think, 11 seasons ago, 12 seasons now, and, uh, you know, I started IO July 2020, so, you know, we're going on two uh, two years now, we're in 2022, and most, most likely, uh, I will be rebuilding after two years, and I had a lot of reflection about that, and about my PBE time, the things that I did, so, you know, getting started out, I didn't really know what I was doing, it was my first Sim League ever, uh, I came over from the MLR MLN, which was a fake baseball uh, number ball on Reddit, to PBE, um, not quite knowing what to expect, I got into it, I thought it was really cool, um, when I, I got drafted by the Kansas City Hepcats, which I'm from Kansas City, and I thought it was really cool to play for a team from Kansas City, especially like the Hepcats, uh, Hepcats is a great organization, um, awesome, awesome mascot, I, I don't think a lot of people know what a Hepcat is, uh, so Kansas City is known for blues, uh, you know, back in the day, it was a big blues town, we have what's called the 18th and Vine District downtown, and that's sort of like the blues area. There's still blues bars. It's really cool, and uh, Hepcat is a term uh, back in those times. If you, you know, Abby, you know, a cool cat. You know, you're a cool cat, but you're a Hepcat, so like you're, you know, it's kind of like a bluesy term for like a cool cat, cool dude type of terminology, and so. Uh, it was really cool to see that, you know, the, and then, you know, I bought, I need to get, I do need to get some Hepcat memorabilia for sure. Uh, I got some Sarasota stuff. I got some New Orleans stuff, uh, for my times in those organizations. And, uh, but you know, I might rebuild and not get to go back to Kansas city. I think I'd like to go back to Kansas city and be a Hepcat, but you know, I guess we'll kind of see, um, finally made it to work. So I'll be recording here for uh, another minute here uh, on this, uh, and then I'll probably re- pick up recording um, with with a little bit more depth of what I'm going to be talking about, talking about my last season. kind of wanted to go over Io's uh, career, in a sense, and, uh, you know, kind of reflect and look back on two years of PBE, basically, you know, and, uh, I might do a video on this, I don't know yet, you know, but it's, I, you know, it, it's cool, man, I, I really, you know, I was really, really involved, you know, I was doing the PBE Rewind there for a few seasons in the 20s, in the mid, you know, 20 seasons, I think 20, uh, seasons, like, like 25 through 28, uh, 20, 29, maybe, uh, I think I did three or four seasons of that, uh, when I was super hyper involved in the league, um, and I think everyone kind of goes through this, they kind of ebb and flow, and then you kind of fall out of it, and I joined the ISFL, and, uh, really got into the ISFL, and, you know, I'm not gonna say PBE took a backseat, because it didn't, in terms of my player, I still did everything, I didn't miss any TPE opportunities, I still tried to, you know, earn as much as I could with my players, still involved in the locker rooms, but in terms of, like, you know, the PBE Rewind and doing a lot of media pieces, uh, I started doing a podcast for ISFL, and I got really, really involved in that, I had a lot of guests, and I kind of got a lot of steam, um, and so then I, trans, you know, I started doing this PBE podcast, and I talked about PBE to earn some money, but uh, back in the day, I used, to do, I used to be knocking out hype videos, I used to be knocking out, you know, uh, weekly recap videos, and I really just probably need to get back into it, and I love PBE. I love the people, um, I kind of miss having those connections that I had with, uh, in the management chat, you know, with those guys, and, you know, it's just, uh, it's kind of a bummer that, I mean, I just, I'm just not as quiet, and it's my fault, it's, you know, it's 100% my doing, I, I, I personally have to put in the effort to, uh, <clears throat> to do these things, so, uh, you know, I mean, it's not, it's no one else's fault but my own, and, uh, you know, yeah, I just, I just got, I have to replug myself in, a lot of it, too, is my job, so I did, you know, I picked up a new job back in, uh, not new job, but, you know, the same career, but just different position, back in September, uh, of last year, and it's, a you know, a lot, you know, a lot more time intensive, um, I used to be able to get a lot of stuff done, at my old position where, you know, 
I had a lot more time off because I worked 10 hours a day instead of eight. So I had three to four days off a week. Now I just have, you know, my, my, my you know, I work eight, eight hours a day, four, five days a week. And I just have my, my Saturday, my Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. And, and, you know, with that, you know, I want to kind of hang out with my kids and, you know, uh, you know, my kids are doing sports and stuff like that. So it's just, you know, time and life. But I really would like to get more back involved. Uh, whoop, I'm parking now and the car kind of. It's something weird. All right. So, yeah. So, that's part one of uh, PBE Podcast Season <clears throat> 31 edition. And uh, as we kind of talk about um, this season with the Indianapolis Apex, the offseason of this last offseason, how Io is currently doing, and maybe talk a little bit more about his career. All right. So, we're here at work. Uh, don't worry, I can get into a little uh, spot here and keep my thoughts going as we do IO at Work podcast. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, I was talking about IO and his uh, his career a little bit, and you know, and the, the memories of of everything. And uh, you know, I mean, like, I'm very fond of the the Sarasota guys, uh, some of those folks don't even play anymore, at least that I haven't seen, like, Red Arrow was a GM that, um, drafted me along with Q, and, you know, those were my first two GMs, and had some great times, they pulled me up to Sarasota after a couple years down in Kansas City, and started, uh, my trek there for, I think, I think, what, seven seasons? Let me go back and look here, um, and uh, you know Sarasota got a lot of hate and I hated that man because Sarasota is such a fun place such a good place to play and great folks you know and that, especially with Panda over there now and you got Hummus God you know the uh, the, the, the GM of the, or the commissioner of the whole league and uh, <clears throat> you know so it's just so fun but yeah so we did Sarasota for one, two, three, four, one, two, five seasons. That's not right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. Yeah, I was right. I was looking at uh, fielding stats. I didn't start fielding until later in my career. I was mostly at DH coming up. But yeah, seven seasons in Sarasota. Two seasons in New Orleans, one in Buffalo, then in Boise, now in Minneapolis. And the best season of my career, ironically enough, uh, was it looks like the season that I hit 25 home runs was in New Orleans, but the yeah, it was my second season. And Sarah said I was like I was like my first season as a rookie, I only played in 42 games. I got called up, and I was a kind of an off the bench guy. It was my second season as a full time starter, or my second season, first season as a full time starter. I had 23 home runs that year. I hit 257. 103 hits, the most hits I've ever had in a season. 24 doubles, the most doubles I ever had. Uh, I guess that's not true. My last season series, I had 34 doubles. But second most doubles, um, average-wise, it looks like it was my best average season. On base was 321. Best uh, second, no, best season as in slugging at 489. So, I mean, like, it's crazy that I peaked in my first year as a full-time starter, second season in the PBE with Sarasota. I mean, like, that was, an I thought, an indicator that season. Sorry, it's a huge fan. Of the trajectory of my career, so to speak, you know? Like, I thought, I thought, you know, with that first season, that, you know, he was going to have a fun career. And I don't want to say it was just all downhill after that. I mean, it was kind of downhill after that. And then... The next, uh, you know, I had I hit nine, I had 90 hits, 91, 96, 95, 98, 97, then 100, uh, back to 100 my first year with NOLA. But, you know, 90-hit guy, home run-wise, you know, 15, 17, 18, 21, 24, my last season in Sarasota. So my third season, I mean, like, my third season and fourth season saw the biggest dips. I went, I was a, went from a 257 hitter to 218 hitter, 217 hitter. Went from 23 home runs to 15, 17. Went from 103 hits to 91, 96. 
you know, strikeouts went up 110, from 104 to 110, 108. And the war, you know, I had a 1.6 war as a rookie. I mean, let's just say rookie. Then I went to negative 0.5, negative 1.3, and then I finally went to positive war after that. And, uh, you know, these last couple of seasons, you know, it was like a Boise. I had um, maybe 79 hits, hit 195. This is uh, the worst season of my career over there in Boise. 15 home runs. This year so far, through 25 games, I'm hitting 250, or, I'm sorry, 240. Four home runs and 23 hits. I'm on a better pace, a little bit of an uptick. I think a lot of that has to do is I went to a full-time DH again. Um, even though my hitting stats are, were a little bit better last season, uh, <clears throat> I think it was just kind of one of those things. Uh, with Boise, I think uh, with the rebuild, there wasn't a whole lot of protection around me. I was a cleanup hitter there in Boise. Um, here in AD, I got a little bit more protection with some stronger five and six hitters and three hitters. As that four spot. So, I mean, there's a lot to say about, you know, I mean, the argument of the teams that I've been a part of, you know, certainly for seven years, the, the two best seasons, you know, in Nova with that juggernaut of an offense, I still wasn't as good as I thought I probably should have been. Um, I switched from Big Man on campus um, after seven seasons with Sarasota to uh, the Freak. Um, in, in, in NOLA with uh, seasons eight and nine, and I've been in that since then with that archetype change. And, you know, <clears throat> I got, I mean, I mean, it, in terms of the actual simulation career, I would definitely say it's a little bit of a disappointing career, you know, which just sucks to say. It's just two years of my life. And I'm, I'm a competitive guy. I want, I, you know, I want to do well. I want to have good players you know, I want to do well. That being said, you know, let's look at the locker room. Sarasota for seven seasons, you know, with Red Arrow, Q, Panda, Hummus God, you know, all the shoeless, all uh, Ace Carter that came through, um, Bruce Buckley. Oh, man, how can I forget Pork, my actual real-life friend Pork? Um, it was a blast. It was super fun. A lot of good memories. We did some podcasts together, staying up, drinking and talking. Um, we had some game nights. And it was, it was really great. And then I went into the uh, <clears throat> free agency. And it was mostly because, you know, Sarasota was selling off everything. Everybody basically either retired or left. And it was really just me and Panda. And it was kind of funny because uh, in the uh, equipment, uh, transaction, uh, you know, area where you buy your, your your weekly training. I was I was the only one buying anything week to week, just because you know Junie was on his way down in recreating his next player, um, and then we traded away all the, like you, you know the actual users. So our team was at that point mostly just IAs, and uh, you know, and I you know I kind of thought of and I I wanted them to trade me. I wanted them to get something from my player, especially I was at, you know, my peak, but the problem, you know, especially as a, uh, I don't know, tier two earner, I would definitely say, definitely not a top earner, uh, season 19 guy, just a, mostly a hitter at the time as a big man on campus, I mean, a lot of teams have their big hitters, you know, that's a, most teams have their guy, their DH, and at that time I was DHing. Uh, no, I'll take that back. I think I was playing first base for Sarasota. And uh, there just wasn't a whole lot of, you know, you couldn't get, you know, no one was going to give a first round draft pick. Even though, like, my player's quality was a first round draft pick for sure, nobody was given that. And really, not think anybody was given a second or a third. So at this point, you know, and I think Judy was holding out hope that I would kind of stick around for the rebuild. And I just kind of talked to him about it. And I said, you know, I just. I really, you know, I really want to go try to win a championship. The most fun that we had was when Sarasota was on our playoff run, and we were doing the voice chats and watching the games, watching the Sims, and man, it was a blast. And I just kind of, those seasons in terms of simulation fun were some of the best seasons that I can remember. And, uh, you know, I think that I just really, I just really wanted to uh, kind of relive that a little bit. And so, <clears throat> you know, I went to the free agency, and Eldorian 
um, and Philly fan from New Orleans reached out. They were hyper um, welcoming and engaged and really wanted, you know, really sounded like they wanted my services. And um, I don't really know why it is this way, especially since more people are disengaged online than they are like in real life. I can go, you know, especially with my job, I can go into a room and basically tell everybody in the room to fuck off. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what, you know, I'm going to do what's best for me. You know, I'm, I do look out for my guys. I look out for my team. I look out for my people that work for me. But I can, I have no problem going and looking at somebody face to face and being like, nah, you know, <laughs> I'm good. But when it comes to simulation leagues, and I've noticed this in both ISFL, MLR, and MLN, when folks reach out, I have a hard time kind of being like, I'm not interested, which, you know, I've never really been uninterested. I've been, I've wanted to give everybody an opportunity to talk and, or to, you know, recruit me in a sense. And so, but I have a hard time, you know, when you got like five teams coming out and they're like, yeah, we all want you. And then happen to go to those four teams that aren't going to get it and be like, hey, I'm going to go a different route, you know. And I get it as part of the game. Everyone said, oh, hey, appreciate it. My best of luck to you. Thanks for listening. And everyone's been really cool for the most part. Um, that, uh, you know, it's always been kind of difficult. And in one of my last podcasts, I talked about this. Uh, in the off-season going into when I joined Boise. And it kind of happened again this off-season, not nearly to the extent. It really rubbed me wrong. (laughs) And I'll finally talk about it. I kind of avoided it. I don't even know if anybody from these teams are going to hear this at all in this podcast. But I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. Be real with you. You know, that's what I do here in this podcast is I'm, I'm real with anything. So I was approached by Seattle and uh, Boise and the Vancouver's and Nashville and in uh, Buffalo and I already had uh, Buffalo is where I was coming from, so I already had a relationship with Net and Net's great. Um, but the thing that I kind of saw Buffalo is I saw them as kind of still not quite there, rebuilding and. Um, you know, I just didn't see them as being a, a a great playoff contender for that season. Maybe another season or two for them. Nashville, having come from the Champions League East, I knew it was really, really good. Um, I really liked the general manager. He was super, super cool. Uh, and then AJ from the Vandals, they, you know, they were honestly right up there. I think probably my final two, two teams when it came down to Boise and, and the Vandals of... Uh, of, of going there, mostly because of AJ. AJ was awesome GM, and I really like the feel of the Vandals. Um, and then there was Seattle, and so Seattle comes and they come in hot. And I gotta say, I'm gonna give them credit. They are the best. Uh, at, I think they really have the best recruitment approach. They put together like kind of a brochure for your player that came with a new sig that was made by um, two old. Uh, 207 Tacos, whom I know from my, um, as our, he was our graphic designer for PBE Rewind, and so he makes great shit, love the guy, came with this brochure on how they're going to help, how they're going to win, what they're doing in the offseason to get to the playoffs, and it was exactly what I was looking for, but you know, it was my, only my second time in free agency, and I don't really know, like, you know, apparently there's a time limit on things, you know, they, they send out all these recruit, you know, all these messages to all these free agents, and I think they're trying to get people to sign almost immediately. And that's just not something I do. I want to give, I kind of like giving everybody an opportunity to throw a pitch in, to talk to. Um, And so I kind of didn't, I was like, oh man, this is great. And to be honest with you, they were my number one team. Just based on that recruitment pitch that they sent, the the SIG, the brochure, this is what we're going to do. They were, they were looking like they were poised to make a championship. And only a few days had gone by, and I kind of got pitches from everybody, and I finally was like, you know what, I think I'm ready. I think I want to go sign with Seattle. And so I reached back out to the Seattle GM, and uh, I won't I won't dime him out specifically, but um, I was like, hey, so you know, I think you know, you know, where are we at? Are you guys still interested? And they were like, they're kind of like, nah, we're we're gonna go somewhere else, you know. So essentially, what happened is they sent 
myself, or maybe, I don't know, two or three other free agents that were similar builds as mine, mostly, you know, hitters, older hitters, and, you know, they, uh, they ended up, I think, maybe one of them decided to sign pretty early, I don't really know that part of it, if, you know, maybe the, uh, the other player was like, yeah, we're in, like, immediately, and so thus that spot that they had that I was kind of slated to slide into just didn't exist anymore, but, you know, they, they were, you know, they essentially were like, nah, you know, we're going to go a different route. We're not, you know, so they sent me, you know, this super cool recruitment tool. They were hyper, you know, hyper competitive. They were, they were excited. And it was kind of for not. And it put a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. And I kind of talked about it with some of the players and, uh, you know, I think uh, some of the other locker rooms that I've been a part of. And, and I guess that's kind of the reputation is they kind of do this, you know, they send, they, they hyper-recruit um, a ton of people with, like, kind of a broad brush, sending them all these badass brochures and these new SIGs, you know, hyping them up. Yeah, we want you here in Seattle. We want you, you know, and then they, and then they kind of just disappear. And the other part, too, is that they didn't reach out to me and tell me, hey, they didn't give me an opportunity. Hey, it's between you and one other guy. So I obviously wasn't their guy. I wasn't their number one guy. I don't know where they were, um, but they never even reached out and said, "Hey, we signed somebody else." Um, I had to reach out to them, be like, "Hey, I, I'm 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 ready to make a decision, essentially, and I want to go." You know, I didn't say that in, in this message. I was wanted to go with them. I just say, hey, "I'm ready to make a decision. Are you guys still available?" And they're like, "Oh, we went another way. See ya." Put a bad taste in my mouth. Not gonna lie. Almost to the point where you know, even you know, my recreate is coming up. And I've never been a player in both the uh, PBE or the ISFL that has ever said something like, I don't want to go anywhere. I will go anywhere. I'll play for any team. That appears fun. Now, if I get there and it's not fun and I don't mesh well, then yeah, I'll, I'll leave. Um, or I'll ask for a trade. But even then, I have a hard time doing that. I'm in a situation in my um, MLR team where it just kind of wasn't working out. I wasn't feeling it. And, uh, you know, I kind of approached them about a trade. They had a few offers, but it really wasn't. But I kind of told them, hey, I want you guys to get the most out of it. And they didn't really get what they were kind of looking at. But they were like, hey, we'll trade you anyway. And I was like, nah, if you're not going to get much out of it, I'll stick around. It was just because I don't like, you know, I didn't want to like kind of, I don't want it to look like I'm bailing anywhere. Because when I give my commitment, that's a big deal to me. I want to stick it out. You know, my dad instilled on me as a young man in sports. I played football, baseball, and basketball growing up, <clears throat> and then, you know, obviously in high school, football, and baseball, and then in college, I played football, that when you make a commitment, you fulfill that commitment, and at the end of the commitment, you, you know, then you, when it's time to renegotiate or whatever, you can leave, or maybe if it just wasn't working out, you can go play somewhere else, and that happened in college. I went to a team, and it's, now that I'm thinking about it, it's very similar to this situation, so, and, and, and it's it's all recruiting in college sports. If anybody's ever been through it, these coaches will come and they'll wine and dine you. They'll have you come down to the university, to the city. They'll have you take you out to a nice dinner. They'll show you. They'll give you just the red carpet treatment. They make you feel loved. They make you feel like, man, we really want you here. We want you to be part of this organization. And then when you finally sign somewhere, and in my case, I went to a place in Kansas and. Um, you know, you kind of got there, and then you're just kind of a number. You're just you're just a number. You're just a guy, and they didn't. All that stuff washes away, and that's just a part of it, you know. And I, and and that was fine. Honestly, the reason why I left that university was I I had a bunch of friends going. Like honestly, like it was weird. A bunch of my friends, we all kind of went different places for sports, and then we all decided, hey, we want to go to Central Missouri and Warrensburg. Um, it was a it's a division two university it's a it's, the, it's a wet campus in missouri it's a big party school and we want all wanted to go there and play together so that's what we did and i had a blast best uh best years of my of my life of college life was was in warrensburg but i had to spend a couple of years in a place that i thought i wanted to go found out i didn't like it and then i left and so similar thing here you know i and in the MLR situation, it's working out. Even even as we speak today, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a game and there's a lot of engagement. The players seem really cool. And honestly, I'm starting to kind of have a change of heart on it and uh, just being more engaged. And uh, I'll probably let them know that I don't want to be traded. But anyway, back to PBE. 
you know, uh, I kind of I got off tangent, which I do. But the point I was trying to make is that, you know, it kind of put a sour ta uh, taste in my mouth with, with Seattle and the way they kind of handled their business and the way they handled their, their, their recruitment and they're uh, trying to bring new players on. So much so. And I'm not saying I, I just will. Oh, that's what I was saying, you know, because I, I give everybody a chance. And then if I get there, I don't like it, I leave. So I've never said, in, you know, when I'm getting drafted in any of these sports, I would not didn't want to go anywhere. I might say that about Seattle. I very well might. I might, if Seattle, if I recreate Seattle is looking at me, if it's the same general managers as it was during that offseason, I very well might tell them not to draft me. And I could have a change of heart. It's been now two seasons since then. It's just really, it just, I just didn't like it. I didn't like, I, I felt, you know, with Sarasota, like when you got drafted there, you felt like a member of that team, like family. You know, New Orleans was the same way. You know, uh, I was a war room member in Sarasota. I haven't been asked to join a war room since, but even though I wasn't part of the war room in NOLA, I felt like... You know, I was part of that team. I was very active in the locker room. We had a lot of conversations. It was, it was great. Um, Boise, um, I think, again, they had a lot of newer members. A lot of the players have moved on. And, and, and me personally, I haven't been as engaged definitely these last, you know, three seasons <clears throat> um, as I would like, and so partly part of that is my fault. But you know, I just I didn't I don't know I don't know I, th I don't know, and I could be 100% off base. Seattle could be one of the greatest places on in PBE to play in all of Simmons. Great atmosphere, big family atmosphere. But I didn't feel it. I felt somewhat used, maybe as a as a negotiation piece. Hey, we're looking at this other guy. I O, you better sign here. Or we're gonna get him. I don't really know what was going on in that war room or what the discussion was regarding my player, but I just didn't feel uh, as though, and it's the first time, and that's why I think it stands out. It's the first time I didn't feel like I was a part of their plans, that I it was really a part of the plans, even though they came at me kind of hard. You know, I heard that they do that for everybody, <laughs> that everybody gets a brochure. Um, that, you know, I just... Uh, you know, just kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. So, so, so Seattle's just a team that I don't really have high on my, my, my big board of teams I'd want to go to. Um, and on that note, you know, if I do re recreate, um, you know, I, I just... Uh, I would definitely like to go to Kansas City, though I'm open anywhere. Um, like, the Bruce City Bears is a team that I think would be fun. I know some people there. Um, and then PBE wise, I don't know. It's a, I, you know, it's kind of weird. You know, like I know Sarasota really well. I know Norla really well. I know Buffalo relatively well. I know the Boise relatively well. I now know Independence pretty well. And it's a fun, or Independence, Indianapolis. And it's a super fun locker room. Great group of guys. I really like the leadership here with the new general manager. And, it, you know, I'd be stoked if any of those teams drafted me for my recreate and I got to spend the bulk of my career there um, at any of those organizations. But, like, I just kind of feel like there's, like, a, this, like, kind of black hole of, a, like, a blind spot, so to speak, in the PBE where I just don't know anybody or anyone well enough from, like, San Antonio, um, the devil, or uh, the, uh, the demons, even though I guess I don't want to, I don't really want to include demons in that because I knew hummus and hummus came from the demons. So I feel like I have a connection to the demons through hummus. Um, but like you know, San, uh, San Antonio is kind of a big one. Uh, Providence. I don't really feel like I know anybody from Providence. With crabs. Um, Maui Makos. And uh, oh, what's the other one? There's another one. DVS. The Valley, and and, and and so like I think it might be cool to get drafted into one of those teams, just because like I just don't know anything about them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know any like at least in, like well I don't know. I remember being recruited by them or speaking to anybody from there? Because um, like I've been recruited by Nashville, I've been recruited by Indianapolis, Sarasota, New York, Buffalo, um, Outer Banks, 
Uh, I, I would include Outer Banks in that group. So yeah, nobody from San Antonio ever recruited me. No one from Maui. Um, nobody from Detroit really. I rem remember Death Valley and Cancun. I'm gonna add Cancun to that. So uh, so Cancun, Death Valley. Uh, and the other part of that too is like you know that being part of a conference like I've never I don't I've never rather I guess I was with Buffalo I've been in I, mean, I guess I've been in every single conference uh every single or division um with the east I was with Buffalo and the west I was with Boise and the Champions East I was with Indianapolis and Sarasota and then the west I was with New Orleans but like you know I don't know I don't you know Cancun DVS Detroit kinda maybe a little bit less Maui for sure is included Outer Banks and Providence all teams that I've never been recruited by. I've never been reached out to in free agency. I don't, I've never been in part of the locker room. I don't know anybody intimately from, I don't want to, it's me, this might not be a good word, but I don't know anybody from those organizations all that well. <clears throat> and so it's, it's, they're kind of, I don't know, blind spots for me in the PBD. And so, um, so anyway, uh, I just got some notifications that I probably should get back to work. I've been talking here now for 25 minutes. Um, and so now I'm about, I think I'm about, what, uh, 40 minutes now into the podcast. And I've just kind of been rambling. But that's kind of what these things are. It's just me rambling, kind of putting my thoughts out there on, on the waves a little bit. So you all can kind of hear kind of what goes on in my, uh, in my experiences and my perspective. And, uh, you know, just kind of where, where, I, where I'm, where I'm kind of getting at. And so, we're, you know, now here we are with Indianapolis. This season has been relatively disappointing uh, in terms of play being, you know, second to last on the division of 7 and 18, uh, 14 games back now uh, after, after two weeks of play. Uh, we got... You know, I'm, uh, we got a lot of talent here. I think it's just a lot of, you know, youth. Uh, we we just have a lot of younger guys. Are, I, and it's, I don't want to, I don't know if I'm speaking too freely on whether or not this is a uh, rebuild year. And I wish I could see, um, I don't think I can see the TPE tracker. There it is. Nope. Is that that's football? The tracker for uh, ISFL is way easier um, <laughs> to find uh, when you're on your phone. Uh, obviously, web-based, it's a lot easier. Um, let me see here if I can pull this up here. Um, yeah, here we go. Found ya. I found ya. All right. So just kind of looking at the um, TPE totals too. I know the San Antonio Sloths are up there pretty high. Um, and it's still working on pulling up here. Uh, whoop, don't mind that. I just got back in the car. <laughs> so part of my gig is... Uh, is I, I, I have to move around a lot. I have two offices um, that I have to basically spend half my time at. And so uh, it's really bad weather here in the in Kansas City. We had a sleet storm this morning. And so there's uh, not a lot of not a lot going on at work. And actually half my staff called in. So I'm kind of mostly here by myself. But moving on, I'm heading to my other office now. So yeah, you got Death Valley has the 24,000 TPE, Cancun's way up there again, Seattle, 22, Providence, San Antonio, Nashville, Vancouver, Buffalo, and then, you know, Indianapolis Apex right down here, uh, second to last, um, with 13,794, just above Outer Banks. And so, you know, just, just, you know, that's just the TPE totals. And, uh, so, you know, we're going to struggle. And, uh, but that's fine. You know, like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of fun. It's a fun locker room. There's a little, uh, a lot of good folk down here. You know, I got my boy Parm 
whom we've been trying to do a podcast, an ISFL podcast for a while. And, uh, you know, we've actually had multiple days set up to do it. It just kind of fell through and couldn't get it really get it going. Now we share a locker room in, in PBE with Indianapolis. And so we're kind of talking now about trying to get another one uh, here in PBE. Um, and so hopefully we'll kind of get, we'll kind of, we'll, we'll get, we'll get that going. And so uh, we'll have, I'll have guests. So it's not just me rambling on and on about what, you know, my personal story and, you know, my experiences, which, you know, like you don't, you might've already turned off by now. If you don't give a shit about what Ohio has to say about PBE, uh, then, you know, you probably turned off, but I'm doing this for money. I'm doing this for me. And, you know, this it is what it is. And I'm putting my thoughts out there. And if uh, somebody from Seattle hears what I said and want to talk about it, reach out, man, reach out. I'm, you know, that's the one thing I will say too, you know, about PBE is I, I'm, I'm always really open to talk to anybody and I really like, you know, that's the other thing I'm really looking forward to with recreating is being able to go back into the draft and talk to different general managers and kind of take, you know, cause it was kind of weird. I don't remember Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to recall, and maybe someone you know this would be a good topic to talk about from somebody else over the season 19. I, I recall season 19 being a super shallow draft. I was fourth overall, but I think there was only like seven users from season 19. It was right before they changed it up to where you know you did your you you did your season ahead. So like you know the, the I would have technically been season 20, I think, if. Uh, if it the way it is now, if I if I think that's correct, because like you were when you signed up back then, you were season like I might you know season nineteen. It was it was your PBE season, so it's not only your 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 uh, your minor league season, your minor PBE, but it's also your major PBE season, and they fixed that now with the whole PBE with the TPE catch up with the minor leagues, and so uh, anyway, it was, I remember it being a really 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 shallow draft. And I don't even remember if anybody reached out to me. I think Sarasota drafted me because Pork, my boy, he was a friend, a real life friend, was on the squad and was like, "Hey, he's a good dude. Um, he'd be a good addition." And so they literally, they literally, they literally signed me from that. So I'm not. I don't think I've ever really gone through a true draft season of being like re- being like contacted by all the different um, organizations. I could be, I could be dead wrong. I could go back and look. I don't, but I don't remember like San Antonio or anybody reaching out to me. I think I just was watching the stream and got drafted by Sarasota fourth overall just before, uh, Valor. Me and Valor, our first players were both season 19, uh, Vital Valor. And we were both first basemen and we were both big man on campus. And, uh, he outpaced me in TPE because like I said, that whole equipment fiat equipment fiasco that happens um at the beginning of my career so you know I don't think I so I'm really excited for that I'm really excited to you know talk to other teams get to know other general managers and kind of you know maybe one day I'll, I'll go back and getting a job I've really thought about bringing back you know like the Indianapolis Rewind where I go back and talk about Indianapolis's uh week for uh, video, um, for money, because I, you know, I was up, when I was doing PBE Rewind, I was up over 100k in, in bank, 100 million, sorry, 100 million in bank, and now I'm down to, like, in the 50s, which is still good, but I mean, like, you know, I haven't done anything, I haven't done anything for money, I, I've done, the ISFL did a shit ton of pad, podcasts, and now, <clears throat> um, I'm starting to kind of catch up with that on PBE, and uh, but you know at least pay for my equipment each each year. You know, I, I I want I want to at least stay stagnant on that in my weekly equipment and stuff like that. But you know, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I just I I'm, I I think I'm ready. You know, I might do. I, I I'm still debating. I got till March 30th to decide if I want to recreate or not, and if I'm going to do one more season make it to, you know, get, I, I, and I, but I don't, I don't know why I would though, you know, because Io himself hasn't been very great. He's not, he's not a hall of fame guy. 
so to speak. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm not going for numbers. I'm not going for stats. I'm not going for, I, I'm not, I, you know, I, it's just literally longevity to be for the sake of longevity where I could, you know, I think I'm going to recreate as a pitcher. Uh, I've been a batter now this entire time, recreate as a pitcher, give that a shot. Um, you know, but it's interesting to me that this career has lasted almost, see, by the end of this, it'll be April. So almost two full real life years of doing PBE. So, oh, excuse me. It's kind of wild. And, uh, you know, I did, and I started, all this started with MLR, and, uh, MLR, Major League Red Ball. Pork Torkelton. Um, contacted my boy Haloic Oasis. Haloic Oasis then contacted me, got me into the fake baseball scene, the Reddit baseball, the Discord baseball, and it was fun. It was so much fun. I really liked it, and I, you know, I, I wish I could kind of talk about, you know, I mean, like in my career, uh, I am a uh, violent crimes investigator, a detective, so to speak, and. You know, there was, I have these memories of, like, being on some really crappy calls and scenes and then being able to, like, get back to my office and, like, hop on Discord and, like, talk about, you know, the game, you know, the sim, the game in both the simulation leagues and the MLR. So, like, in my, my, you know, with my kids playing sports and my new, in my new position of what I do now and everything like that, like, I have, I do have less time. And, you know, my wife, she gets, uh, when I say, hey, I'm going to go do a podcast downstairs with the guys, you know, usually, you know, even though it's an hour podcast, you're on there for an hour, hour and a half, boozing, talking. And it's a grand old time, but, you know, I get home from work, you know, five o'clock in the afternoon, you know, I got to take kids to baseball practice, got to feed everybody dinner. And then, you know, my wife maybe wants to sit down and watch a show or a TV and I'm going down to Discord. It's the same old thing I think probably most of us that have girlfriends and wives, like, go through. That kind of juggling act of being at home, spending time with them versus, you know, spending time with your friends on Discord. <laughs> and, uh, but I just, you know, so like at work, you know, I, I, you know, when I was, I have a lot of memories, you know, I'm in, like, you know, going, I remember going back to my office and hopping on Discord on my laptop during the playoff run with Sarasota against Nola and hopping on the voice chat in my office, you know, and again, it was another night where there's nobody in my office, it was just me, and, uh, you know, enjoy, getting, you know, a fun 30 minutes, you know, like on my lunch break, uh, talking and doing voice chat and watching these games, that was back when I used to work nights, you know, a 10-hour shift, gosh, lady, I'm sorry, keep me on it. um, these 10 hour nights can get pretty long especially when you have a couple of really gnarly situations and scenes that you gotta go to and you know you just get done interviewing someone that got hurt really badly shot <laughs> you know to get back to the office and kind of unwind a little bit you know because uh, I dive into my work pretty heavily you know I, I you know it's the other thing too is you know I, with my wife you know I work a lot work a lot of hours I dive into my work and so PBE has just really been uh, an outlet. And I think it's been an outlet for a lot of folks. It's a really tight community. Uh, in, in, in fake sports, I have unfortunately had the experience of having two members of the community, of the fake sports community, pass away. And just seeing, like, this last charity that we had... Um, cancer awareness, I mean, that that's really effing cool, like, I mean, obviously, it's super sad about the death, and that's always sad, but, like, to see the community kind of rally and come together and remember somebody that, you know, probably 99% of us never actually met or saw, and that's really cool, you know, that is really cool, and that's why I like these communities, that's why I like these fake sports, and I played real sports for, you know, I still do, I you know, play men's league softball, but like, 
you know, I played college football, I played football for 16 years at a competitive level, you know, I played college ball and high school ball and like little league ball and and had all these opportunities to meet a lot of people through sports and a lot of my best friends that I have today are through sports and so to kind of have a different way to meet other people like that you know like and it's not even though it's not a physical game you know we're playing imaginary sports um it's kind of like D&D like now in my life for sure my best friends are my D&D friends and uh the well and it's kind of cheating because these 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 are guys that I've known for 30 years you know and have been my friends for 30 years and we went to college together we played sports together we did we lived together in college we've gotten married had kids together uh I mean not together but at the same time and uh now as we've gone older and we try to find excuses to hang out because we all have significant others to get away from them and our kids and have a night out like we have now this monthly D&D session but like you know we've rallied around that we rallied around, you know, my old man, I used to, you know, that's what I told my wife. I said, my, my dad had a poker, uh, game that he, that, you know, for 40 years before he died that he was a part of that he, that, um, was a big part of his life. And, uh, every other Friday, I remember big poker game, the guys would come over, he'd go to his, his friend's house and, uh, it was a big part of his life, and I've always wanted something like that. I've never had it, like this, you know, a pseudo-organized, uh, you know. I have a lot of events that I do with my friends, for sure. Uh, but, you know, we have my weekly, my yearly Vegas trip, you know, fantasy football season is a couple of big events between, the, you know, the different, I mean, I have those, but, like, not like a monthly thing, you know, it's the D&D group. And so, like, this is kind of like that. This kind of, you know, or this group of folks that, you know, we play an imaginary game together, but we get on, we talk, we talk about, you know, I'm in, in my Austin Discord, you know, we talked about the whole Ukraine-Russia thing, and, like, you know, everyone was, you know, talking about news. There's a lot, there's some European folks in that, in that, te- on that team that was kind of giving us the, you know, the European perspective and, you know, comparing notes on the news and stuff. And just, you know, like, you know, it's almost like you wake up and you got a piece of news, you know, the, you know, between your wife and friends, you might, the next people that you might be sending all this stuff to is your discord locker rooms, you know, and I'm a part of like, you know, eight or nine different locker rooms between all the different simulation sports and stuff. And like, you know, it's, it's just really cool. And I really appreciate it for the organ for the league. I hope, I really hope this goes on forever. Um, I've hyped it up to other friends and I want to get other friends and, 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 you know, I've even tried to get my wife involved and, uh, you know, you know, this, so this was kind of my love letter to the PBE in a sense, going over IOs, my first created, uh, player's career, um, podcast going over my first two years of PBE and hopefully, you know, these, this continues and then I'll probably do something similar to this with my second player my, and then moving into my third player and we'll, can't, we'll kind of see how long it goes I don't know if I'm I, I doubt I'll play forever I think eventually there is a shelf life on these kind of things when life just gets too hectic my kids are older um, and I just get too old you know uh, who knows I mean I me, me, my friends and I joke that our generation is going to be the first generation that has a you know where the, our old folk homes are going to have com, like just you know computers like we're all going to like you know a bunch of 75 year old men playing uh, men and women playing uh, <laughs> World of Warcraft or something online, um, and and that's going to be our old folk homes. Now we're going to retire, so you know it's it's um, it's kind of funny to me. And uh, but you know who knows? I mean, you know maybe I'll play this game until I'm 70. Who knows? I mean I'm it's a long ways away. I, ooh, piece of ice. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and. And go ahead and sign off on this one. Really appreciate if you made it all the way through. I mean, you're an absolute champ and a beast. Uh, if you listen to this entire thing to the greater, you're an absolute champ and a beast. Pre- appreciate you listening to these things. And I hope to get. I hope I. I you know, like I said, I am making a, an effort to try to be more involved in the PBE again. And um, you know, maybe you'll see more of my stuff out there, some of my media pieces and stuff like that. And uh, you know, th- thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of my last two years of my life and the last, uh, you know, 
several seasons of IO. And I could, I could be doing this prematurely. I very well could be back for one more season. Um, but that, you know, like I said, IO's days are numbered. If this isn't it, it's definitely next season. Um, and so, you know, but I am leaning heavily that this could be his final season. So thank you again for listening. Thank you. PBE universe, uh, reach out anytime. Anybody wants to hop on a podcast together, let me know and, uh, be safe out there. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.